Are you ready? No! I said, are you ready? Y'all know what time it is. The fucking Illogic crew. Get on our tip. And here we go. Welcome to another edition of the Illogic Podcast. It's me, Styles, with the rest of the Illogic crew. We got Puerto Rico. What's going on? We got Coco. Yeah, I'm here. And we got the man, the myth, the legend himself, Esquire. Esquire's in the building. And like we always do on every episode, what are y'all drinking on today? I'll start. I'm drinking a cocktail in a can. It's a, um, it's called the, I, I don't I never had it before, but it's a margarita. The original Club Tales. It's a margarita. 10% alcohol. Okay, okay 10% okay. alcohol. You're getting right. Does it, does it taste, does it taste good? Does it taste like a real margarita or it tastes like a can? It tastes like a can mix. margarita. Mm-hmm. So it's only, it's okay. It ain't bad. Uh, all right. Well, I'm just drinking bullet bourbon. Uh, more bullet. Uh, hey, bullet. bullet reach they, out they, to us. they they we need a, we need an endorsement or some a sponsor or something because that's all these dudes drink is bullet. It's the go to bourbon, brother. Go to bourbon. Esquire, what you got? What you got in your cup today? I'm, I'm drinking the same thing. I'm drinking some bullet, and I got a can of uh, Lagunitas Daytime. Lagunitas to end. Oh well, all right, all right. So yeah, hey, y'all, y'all be prepared time. for uh, and, and, Esquire. And some bullet. Yeah, if he goes on one of those rents, y'all know why. He goes on one of those rents. It was a, uh, it was a rough ride home, man. Uh, coming home, I I seen the Adam Toledo video. I know we about to get into that. Uh-huh. It had me feeling some type of way. Hey, wait, wait, what you drinking, uh, Styles? Got some vino. I got some. Um... Oh, this this brother got hey. class. Hey man, I didn't know. I didn't know he was drinking at all. Time I seen his pinky. Pinky still. Is he drinking? You're drinking some wine. Uh huh. So, well, you drinking some Moscato, some Chardonnay, some Sauvignon Blanc, some um. That's a new one. I I just it was like seven dollars, so I grabbed it. Let me try it uh-huh. out. Sound like Boone's Farm to me. Dark horse. <laughs> Apple boons. I can't turn it down for seven dollars, man. I, I just can't. But I, I know, I know Esquire. He he already teased it. What we're gonna, our first topic was gonna be, and it uh, started with Chicago, like we always do. Adam Toledo, if you don't know, was a thirteen-year-old kid that was shot by police in March. Now they just released a video because uh, I know initially the report was. He had a gun. That's what they were saying. You know, everybody was saying he had a gun. So that's why the police shot. And the video came out today, which I didn't bother to watch because it's not worth it. Not worth my time watching. I'm tired of seeing minorities getting killed on camera. And I'm I'm just tired of the whole cycle. I feel like we at this point, we are just in a maze in society. We just keep saying the same shit over and over again, whether it's three months from now, five months from now, six months from now. It's always the same shit. It always comes back to somebody not having a gun, or police doing some extra shit, killing somebody, and everybody, you know, they get a, a a vacation, take some time off, they pay the family, recycle, somebody else gets shot. So 
what are, what are your thoughts on today's uh, news of finding out that Adam Toledo didn't have a, a gun and you know a, 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 another life gone way too soon? So I I just can't take this shit anymore. I'm just I'm burnt out and not about you know they've been killing black and brown people left and right for centuries now, right? For for a long ass time. Um, but what's killing me is I'm tired of seeing kids, kids getting killed by the police and by white people. And, and then the media calls them young men, tries to like bring it up as if they're, you know, try to make them older than what they are. They're kids. It's a 13 year old boy, 13 year old boy. Um, there's been other, uh, Kids that have been shot under age of 17 by the police. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The video that came out, clearly, he had it when he had his hands up, clearly he had nothing in his hand. I saw the video several times today. They try to stop the video on the news and they're saying that he had something in his hand in the back and that he tossed it behind a fence. But he when he but he had a gun. They're saying that's what the that's what the police are claiming. But it's clear in the video when the police officer tells him to stop and they put his hands up and the child, the thirteen year old child, puts his hands up. He has nothing in his hands. He has nothing in his hands and he gets shot point blank in the chest. And I think Chicago police learned their lesson from killing other kids where they were shooting them seventeen times. Uh, now they're just more accurate and they just got to shoot them once. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So they're, now they're just accurate and they're just shooting them once, not even giving them a chance. Like, don't they teach these officers to shoot someone in the shoulder? You know, if you think something's in the hand, shoot the hand. What the fuck? They're supposed to be tactical. What do you think? I will will tell you this. No, they don't teach that. It's, uh, um, what's the, uh. At the 9-11, I forgot what law they passed. All that shooting in the hand, knee, leg, no. No, whatever law they passed after 9-11 is head shots and chest shots because they don't want a terrorist to set off a bomb. Uh, the, the Patriot Act, I think it's called. Yeah, the Patriot mm-hmm. Act. Ain't yeah. no more. Ain't no more leg shots and all that. Ain't no more hand shots, head shots, chest shots. Um, but why is it only with people of color? There is a fucking 17-year-old, uh, not even 17, I think he was like 18 or 19, in Wisconsin, running around with a fucking AR-15. Yep. He didn't get shot. Yep. He just Easy. got to run around. He got to run around with his shit. He shot people. They didn't shoot him. Why well, is it? Well, do you- let's say they don't like minorities. <laughs> I'm like, what do you, what do you think a kid, like, I just seen a screenshot. Like, what do you think that kid's gonna do to you, police man? Like, what no, makes listen, you listen, so afraid listen. of? I'm the- not. I'm not. I'm not gonna be that crazy. Like to act like. Listen, we we gotta want to live too. They're not there to be playing why, with. Why was he out there at two in the morning? Uh, thugging. Yeah, he's thugging. He out there. He got a 21 year old. That 21 year old should be get the same type of charges as somebody that. Molesting a kid, yep. child endangerment. That twenty-one year old should get a lot of time. Also, child endangerment. 
There's a lot of people to hear that's at fault. The police officer, I'm not even gonna blame the 13 year old kid. He's just a 13 year old kid. He don't know no better. That 21 year old, he gotta take yep. some black gun industry. If it's that easy for a 13 year old to get a gun, that's a problem. It's a lot of people. I got a well, lot of what thoughts about the parent. The, the parent, listen, as a, the one thing, if his mother was young, I might try to blame her more. But also, sometimes these kids get away from you and you can't mm -hmm. do anything as a parent. It's not, I know everybody want to act like we just, you know, that wouldn't happen in my household. It happens all the time. Sometimes not at 13, but maybe at 15. Sometimes and at 16. So, be, but before we start blaming people, let's let, you know, looking like blaming parents or blaming why was the child out there. Before we start victim blaming, Let's start. Let's take a look at why the Chicago Police Department has to shoot to kill people of color. Why? Let's get into that. Why? Why do you Th think? Yeah, that's. I mean, I think it's just an innate fear. Yeah, I think they, they just. They, they're scared. You think, you think they have like a goal, like each year, how many? It well, feels I, that I way. Think, no, but I think I think in, in, at least in this situation, I don't know about every situation. I think in this situation. They know, they kind of knew that these guys had guns. Mm -hmm. like they, they well, knew, they did. They do. They, they there was a that. shot fired. There was a shot right. fired. I That's why they said they police showed up. Eight, they found eight shells when they first pulled up to whatever. Uh -huh. Chicago got these microphones, and when the shots get fired, these microphones go off. So they go by the microphone. They they find eight shell casing. Mm -hmm. So automatically, I, I you know I guess he's scared already. They know the guy got a gun or somebody had a gun. And they probably scared. I, I listen. But I thought they're not trained to pull the taser out first, then shoot. He can. Um, you're, you can clear. They could tell that that boy was a child, though. No, not at one thirty in the morning. I don't think you can. I don't think at one thirty in the morning you already amped up. I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Listen, a, a lot of these times, I, I ain't gonna lie. Before I even see a video, I hear some of these stories going on. My first thought is, what would make me kill somebody? Him having his hands up wouldn't make me kill him, right? But at 1.30 in the morning, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not asking for no ID. I'm not asking nobody for no ID that got a gun. I'm not about to card you. That's not gonna happen. But him having his hands he up, he can't him. shoot you. Yeah, he, 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 him having he his hands defenseless. up, I wouldn't shoot you. I wouldn't shoot you, you having your hands up. But mm -hmm. all, you know, but 1.30 in the morning, I don't know if you know if he's 13. I don't know. Well, I okay, you don't know he's 13. You may not know that from from the look at it after running but after him or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but he here's the, the thing. At, what you do know is that whatever that person up. is, his hands are up, and there's his nothing in up. his hands. Right, his hands are up. That's, that's there's what, nothing that's in the his hands. His hands are up. And, and I get it, man. It sucks. It sucks for his parents. You know, it sucks. It sucks for society. Mm -hmm. For society, like a thirteen-year-old is getting murdered by the police. It sucks that man that this happens time and time again. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and this might be a little bit harsh, and this might be victim blaming, like uh, Puerto Rico said. We gotta do better. Like we can't be out here mm -hmm. thinking that you won't get popped by these dudes. And if you don't want to get popped, mm -hmm. and and I know I know we want to, we got to play by the game. This is the rules. The game is the game, man. 
the game is the game. You can't be sitting out here, yep. you know, oh, well, he was 13. He was just, this is the rules. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not going to be a fair rule, but they don't do it to white people. They don't do it to this people, but they're mm -hmm. doing it to us. And if you want to live, play by the rules. Exactly. That's it. It, That's it's all. unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we as a people have to think that way, but we have had to think that way since the beginning of time. You have to act a certain way, be a certain way. Unfortunately, like like you said, that that's just how the rules of the world is. Un unwritten. If you want to say it's unwritten, go ahead and say that. But it's there. And if you don't hold yourself accountable or hold yourself in a certain way or in a certain manner when you get around those type of people when you know that that is probably their number you gotta do that you gotta avoid that at all costs so and you have to also teach your kids that too and unfortunately you know you you get situations like this where they ready to kill you and you got your hands up yep they're gonna shoot you dead yeah they're gonna shoot mm -hmm. you dead so if you want to live, hey, you can't be out here with a gun. You can't be running. You can't, like, basically, the best thing you could do right now is resisting arrest, uh, yeah. driving off in the middle of a of a stop, or doing things like that, knowing that they're now that you've done that. Now, okay, now we're gonna pull a bullet in you for real. Now you can't just do that. Turn your back away and and fight them. Oh, I didn't do nothing. Okay, go ahead. I mean, unfortunately. Put the put put me in cuffs, run my name, do whatever you got to do. But I'm not. I, you can't be doing those type of things because they just be ready to kill you. Yes, but so, they're ready to kill you no matter what you do. Yeah, yeah, but you can't do extra. You can't do extra. It's as simple as this. You can't. That's the rules. It sucks. We is it's not fair, right? So like, what you saying is, is a, fair is a child's myth, right? You think they're gonna treat you the same way? It's oh, a myth. Exactly. Yeah. Thank it's you. Not, it's not what it is. So you There's no such thing as equal. Everybody can continue to, and unfortunately, yeah, we want to protest and get out there. There's no such thing as equal in this world. Everybody was, is trying to be equal, equal pay, equal rights, equal this. It'll never be equal because if it was supposed to be equal, it would have been equal. It ain't supposed to be equal, obviously, because look at the the factors. Look at the numbers. Look at what's happening around here. We're not meant to be an equal person to these people, regardless. Now, now I know, yeah, we were integrating things like that, but when it comes down to these laws and society and and numbers, we ain't never gonna be equal. And if we are, we may not live to see that day. It'll be long, far from here. What, yeah. what was your question, Styles? I was going to ask, like, so with this Adam Toledo story, was he, like, does he, is he from a, a foster home or, like, does his parents? No, he's got a family. He's got a family. So I don't know how he was able to get outside at 1 a.m. That happens, man. At 13. Yeah, right. If every kid was on I guess, point, you know, hey, there'd be a better world, right? This yeah. is what happens. But Kids get out, man. It just... It just don't make sense, though. The kid clearly has his hands up, and right away you just your first your first your first thought is shoot. Yeah. Like what is I, that? I, I guess it's a natural. Listen, 
I was. I'm gonna say thing, thing. I don't. I, it, well, it just. It just don't. It well, just don't. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like I'm not. I'm not the saying kid is, the kid with his hands up is natural. I think everything about that is wrong. But the heightened mm-hmm. thing when you know somebody might have a gun, I, maybe I don't agree with it, but I can understand it. I can understand it. I can, yeah, I can understand. I can understand if that was me. Like I said, I wouldn't shoot him with his hands up. Now that I got a lot more compassion for that. But I can understand if I know somebody got a gun and I got a gun. Oh, you know, it's gonna be like, hey, somebody got to win today. Yeah, because I'm like at this at this to point, me, I man. just feel like CPD feel like shoot, we just got another person out the way, another criminal yeah, out yeah. the way. No matter one, how one how one old less future criminal to worry about, here. one less then- headache. They got and, another uh, another criminal out the way. So the CPD also, they have them on, they were on the radio, mm-hmm. some uh, captain or something like that got on the radio and told all responding officers, all officers responding to after, you know, the kid was shot to turn off their cameras. Mm. They were told. I, I, I seen this... Um... Two things. I I seen this, uh, two different stories about this with the Dante Wright shooting also. Mm-hmm. So the, the lady that shot him told the two off, well, in, ni- in 2019, she came up after another, somebody else got shot and the two officers that was there that during the shooting, she made them get in separate cars and turn off their cameras and their, and their microphones and not talk to each other for the kind of not get caught trying to, you know, discuss mm. what happened. So they, they kind of reprimanded her for that. But also I heard that they're, that's part of their training because they don't want, basically they don't want all the emotions about it, anything like that to come out. Like if, you know, the cop starts crying, or start arguing with each other, they don't want anything like that to, to happen. I, I, I don't know which one is true, but I, I know I've seen that they said that's part of their protocol after a shooting that sounds real suspect yeah really suspect that sounds sound really shady. shady like what are you hiding what needs to be hidden why can't why don't you want emotions to come out yeah i, I don't that's what i heard, i don't know but i don't know if that's a like a minneapolis protocol chicago protocol hey didn't this policeman in chicago try to get his kids cpr then he run i, I kind of cut it off but then I kind of seen it again that he kind of went to the kid. Well, he went to the kid and rolled him over and rolled him over. And they say that he tried to give him CPR, but the kid was dead. I thought he asked him, hey, I thought, I thought he asked him, was he all right? Like, yeah, he did. Something, I, I, yeah, okay. He did. He asked him. You just shot him, though. What yeah. What do you think? You just <laughs> fucking shot me. You think I'm all right? Yeah. Yeah. Like these. Yeah, that's for the thing. These cops, like, be honest with you. These cops are really pussy. Like <laughs> these, these niggas is shitless. They got a gun and you super scared like that. Like I don't, I don't even know what's going on with these niggas. You shouldn't be like a police officer. Time, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking there should just be way more requirements to being a police officer. If if there's like you know if a if there's so many levels that you got to do to be a judge or to be um, a lawyer. A police officer should have to take some type of courses and exams as well. They don't take, they don't do it. I used a high school diploma or a GED 
and some other things to be an officer, but I don't feel like they are fully trained properly. And I feel like training probably starts with the proper education. Well, well yeah, I mean, I, they are, they have to have two years of college. Right. They have to have two years of college, but here's the thing. Their training is there's, there's been a, a militarization of the police. The police are trained in military tactics and we, we don't need the police to be trained in military tactics. That's why we have the military. Mm -hmm. We need the police to be able to work in communities and to be able to work in these type of circumstances. And all the training that they're getting, it's completely broken. I mean, there's been, there's companies out there that just all they do is they teach police departments and they teach the police departments on, hey, if you shoot him and he's dead, that's one less witness for you. To testify against you, and then it's your word against theirs. I think I think it's too much training. I, quite frankly, I think it's too much on trying to. Well, too much on the military tact on tactics. Well, well it's, it's like listen. What, it's like also like even with the fire department, most like, of their budget goes to weapons. Exactly. But, 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 the, but the training is is like, you know, read this and do as I say and do it this way. How about mm -hmm. this? How about your training be? Hey, somebody pull a gun and you got a, uh, uh, and every time you shoot a guy that don't have a gun, maybe somebody's just just smack your ass in your mouth until you realize that you ain't got to shoot everybody. That should be your training. If, it, if you shoot a guy and they got their hands up when they turn around, somebody should come and smack your bitch ass. And every time you do that, you get smacked. You get hit with a fucking chair. Like, is I don't this even... your training, or yeah, I, I'm not understanding is, what you're this saying. Is my, this is my training. <laughs> okay. This is my training. Okay. Instead of you reading a book and somebody telling you that you're trained, uh, you have somebody with their back turned to you. They turn around with their hands up, and you, not some, not a real person, but spin them around, and they got their hands up, and you shoot. Somebody come and beat your ass. Mm -hmm. And every time you do that, you get your ass beat. It's almost like how they train dogs. When you piss on the floor, you get your ass beat. You shit on my floor, you get your ass beat until you. Get, until you so get, you, you went to the Michael Vick school of obedience for dogs, yeah, didn't you? For people, for cops. That's for okay. cops. You get your every ass time, beat. Every time you shoot and somebody hands up, you get your ass beat until you get it. But I'm like, my thing is. How 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 did that that cop that shot that kid how, like how do you sleep at night? Sure, like, he that sleeps shit, perfectly that fine. Sh that shit gotta eat you up. Like I don't give a fuck. You know that shit gotta eat you. I know for me that would definitely eat me up. I don't give a fuck if he the the, the little nigga bad as hell in the streets. I don't give a fuck. He's still thirteen years old. He got a whole life ahead of him. Man, who knows? The nigga may not be in the streets when he's twenty twenty three. You never gave him a chance. Well, exactly. We we never get a chance to redeem yeah. ourselves. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like we that, never get like, a chance <laughs> to redeem hey, ourselves. But the kid in Kenosha with the AR fifteen, he's gonna get a chance to redeem himself. Yeah. Right. He gets yeah. a chance to live again. Yeah, he get yeah. his great white, the great white hope. He'll get his yeah, you know, he, I made he has it, a I chance made a to change. Yeah, I mean, he got exactly. all the supporters. Everybody's yep. sending him money. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's here's the I can tell you one of the things that irks me with these with these policemen. Mm -hmm. I listen, like I said, 
maybe maybe he was scared maybe he thought the kid had a gun maybe 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 that's what they're going to tell him in court and he's going to run that line that's how he's going to be able to sleep they're going to say hey he thought he had a gun you did the right thing and that's how he's going to go to sleep at night but they you never hear the cop just say listen i'm sorry this happened i'm sorry for his family this is the situation i was in and i'm sorry it had to happen like you never hear i'm sorry just never hear that from these motherfuckers. The union won't let them. They Fuck won't the union. Admit. If that's how you feel, even if you feel like, hey, I thought the guy had a gun. It was him or me. I'm sorry that this had to happen. He, these police mm-hmm. sometimes are in these situations that they, they in bad situations also. I'm not saying all the time, but I'm not going to be that harsh like every policeman that that popped that thing off as a bad cop. So, okay, how about, let's talk about the other one in Minnesota. Uh-huh. How do you right. feel about, yeah, well, how do you feel about the lady I, that just killed him? I feel worse. I feel worse about that let's, one. Let's make a hey, real quick before you start talking, let's make sure uh-huh. we say her name, Kim Potter. Kim Potter. Let her put her ass out there. Don't. So you feel worse about that one? Because, because she was never in any danger. Uh-huh. She was never in danger. There's three mm-hmm. policemen there. You got to come up and play hero. She was never in any danger. Mm-hmm. There was nobody shooting a gun. There was no gunshots being fired. There was nothing for her to do. She didn't even have to put it. It's three men there about to pull this kid out the car. And now she got to come and bring her ass over there and try to play hero. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in no danger. Not even to tase him. Not even to tase him. It was three dudes about to pull him out the car. He wasn't going nowhere. It don't make sense. That's even worse to me. At least this other guy could say it was 1.30 in the morning. It was dark. I was whatever. Whatever he want to say. And let me go. Even I'm going to tell you what I want to see for, for period. Period. Because they're not going to definitely the guy in Chicago. They ain't about to put in no jail. They definitely about to put him in jail. They're going to say a gun was fired, all these things, all these circumstances. And we already know how this is about to go. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to see, and this is really for all you young folks. Y'all need to find somebody and vote for somebody who is going to not worry about all the bullshit. Who's going to get the laws changed when these motherfuckers get their pension gone, they get sued, they get whatever. If one motherfucker runs for mayor and says that, I am voting for him in this city. Because they're not going to ever put him in jail. They're not going to mm-hmm. ever put these cops in jail. Don't even wait for that. Don't even ask for it no more, because it's not going to happen. You'll see mm-hmm. fucking Jesus first. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you want somebody that's going to say, hey, taxpayers in all these cities, it's $27 million they just lost in Minnesota for uh, George Floyd. They about to lose a, probably another grip for uh, 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 Mr. Wright. At the very least, go back and say, listen, taxpayers, we can't keep affording to pay for these motherfuckers. They need to pay out their own pocket. And mm-hmm. I bet you a lot of this bullshit stops. I bet you she knows what a fucking taser look like then. Like I like that. that is another one. That's another head scratcher. Like, Wait, what? And being that, you know, you can hold a gun. I've held a gun before. 
mm-hmm. you know what the, the weight fuck of a gun the weight of a gun is compared yep. to a taser mm-hmm. i'm like bro these she's people pointing, will say anything she's pointing her gun saying taser 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 not one time when you point in that gun you don't see that it's black and not yellow like, like what is he like, just what got is it, that just pull it out and taser she's saying it and pointing it taser 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 make sure the other cops got out the way taser 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 she was never in any danger they was handling it and now she got to come play super cracker like these these cops man they 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 try to be the heroes like for the wrong dogs. reason i don't like to see dog police killings i don't i have not seen i seen a clip of the 13 year old but i did not see the other one because I did not want to want. I don't want to see that anymore. I'm tired of seeing that that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's it takes it's up too much good. energy. Like to, I'm tired of it now, man. It's it's I'm tired of it. Seeing, does it does seeing and that stuff just, is and, draining? Like it's and like it's the just same shit. And they're just in. Here's the thing: in the Minneapolis one, um, and in here in the Chicago one, it's just all. It's all fear. It's all fear. Mm-hmm. That white lady was scared. That white cop in Little Village was scared. He was scared. He was yeah. just, he was scared. That's all it is. They're scared. They They're not him. properly fucking trained. Yeah. If you're going into those conditions and you're scared where you're going to kill an uh, a life, an uh, unarmed life, then you shouldn't be out in the streets. That, but I'm going to tell you this right now. That, exactly what you've seen, is mm-hmm. training. That's they're what I training. said. They're training you to say, hey, you want to go home to your family? You should be scared for your life and you take their life first. That's training. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. That's, that what, they that's train what they're them trained to do. do. That's what they're trained yep. to do. I, I, they know somebody, to kill. I know somebody that told me when they was in police training that uh, there was a they're girl. They're trained to kill. When there, there was a girl who questioned the, the, the firearms trainer because he, he told them, basically, you unload that clip. You bust all them off. When you're in danger, you bust them all off. Mm-hmm. And she was, the girl was questioning it like, wait, why can't I just shoot them here or there? No, that's not mm-hmm. how it works. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You want to load that thing. And, and that lady, like, it's a, that lady in Minnesota had no reason to be, it's three people that you didn't see a gun. The guy was just trying to run off. You didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't even fighting the police like that. He just tried to jump in his car and get away. And they Mm -hmm. grabbing him. They about to pull him out. And she's pushing them out the way, talking about Taser. What are you scared for? Because he's black. Yeah. But there's three other cops that are handling the business. And hey, hey, something, I wouldn't say funny because it's a bad situation. But when you watch that and she says, I just shot him. Hey, them other cops are like, like, Bitch, you stupid! Like what the fuck? You just shot him. They was like, you just shot him. Like what? Well, we just like, literally had to just deal with George Floyd last yeah. summer. No, hey, those cops like what? You just shot him. They was like what? Bring what? more more chaos than what it had. Yeah, they're like you just created a hell hell storm of paperwork. They're sitting there. They're sitting there thinking you didn't have to do all that mm-hmm. at all. But you got to be super cop. And yeah, I feel I like she should get what like. Time for that. It, she it ain't gonna like, get nothing. Nothing. She not I'm, though. Yeah. I'm tired of. I'm tired of even asking for that. Yeah. I want to see too. 
at least hurt their pockets. You ain't gonna put them in jail, hurt their pockets. And and on top of that, she resigned, mm-hmm. which means she's still gonna get her pension. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. When she resigns, that means hey, I'm gonna get my pension. And mm-hmm. guess what? They shouldn't accept her resignation. I don't accept your resignation. You're fired. I'm still yeah. waiting for this to happen. Like if these that, that's probably what they anything. told them, told her though. You resign, you'll still get your pension. She's a union. She's we'll... in charge of the union. She knows the yeah. rules. She She's in charge of do. the police union in her, whatever the little city they were in. So guess what? Don't accept the resignation, and you fire her. You stop all the bullshit. But the problem is. This union, police unions are way too strong and they're getting away with way too much. If you're not, please, I'm not sure who or how this happens, but people put your money up and you find somebody, an advocate that's going to fight the law that they still don't have to come out of their pockets, that they get supreme immunity, whatever they call it. Somebody needs to fight this in the court of law. And two things are going to happen. You're going to get all these fucking asshat racist cops quitting. They're going to quit. Yeah. So just on that alone, it's going to be a little bit better. It's going to be a little bit better because they know good and well, they don't want to lose their pension and they're going to uh, uh, losing all their money, their little kids, uh, uh, college fees and and, and money they saving for their kids. They don't want to lose that. So they're going to quit, which is going to be probably better. It's not going to be perfect, but it will be better. And then it's going to make people be more careful when they know they could throw away everything they worked for. Yeah. And and it's going to save taxpayers money. There's no way mm-hmm. freaking taxpayers got to keep footing this bill for their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, that's who's paying for them they man, the people. Yep. So how do how do y'all think both these situations will play out? We think it's the same thing we always see. We all think we're going to see some some different. I don't think much is going to change. If if there's anything mm-hmm. going to be a change, maybe in Minnesota, but not in Chicago. Not in Chicago. Oh, that, Definitely that Chicago not Chicago. Guy ain't going to, that guy what ain't do, going to jail in Chicago. What do yeah, y'all think about to... uh, Studfoot speaking today to the media? Who you talking about? Uh, uh, the uh, Chauvin guy? Um, Studfoot. No, no, Lori, Lori Lightfoot. Oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> Lightfoot. <laughs> well, yesterday they asked her about it and she had like no words. I guess maybe she was, she's like, I don't want to talk about it. You know, let it, let the video come out. And in my mind, yesterday, yesterday, she didn't have to say, you know, much. People, people are good at saying nothing mm-hmm. when they have to. Mm-hmm. But at the very least, if she seen that video, the only thing she had to say was like, man, it sucks that 13-year-old kids are dying in the streets. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent. In, in the, it, I understand the reality of this world we live in, in the United States. But the United States is so broken that it's acceptable for people to die in the streets. Uh-huh. And that shouldn't be acceptable Anywhere, people of color anytime people of and, color is acceptable it's, but it's not acceptable for white people to but, die in but, the streets it's not acceptable I, i'm telling you i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. right now it's starting to be this is starting to be a lot more than just and the police ain't always killing the white people but when you kill 13 uh uh kindergartners 
in 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 Connecticut a few years ago, everything mm-hmm. is on the table. And those are white kids. These mm-hmm. kids was like, what? How many was it? 13, 11? In 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 yeah. uh in uh, Sandy Hook. New, new Sandy Hook Heights. In Sandy Hook? Yeah. Everything is on the table. If they let 13 of them white kindergartners die, you think they care about this 13-year-old boy? Everything is on the table in America right now. And guess what? Yeah, maybe the police didn't kill him, but the more guns you got out here and the more, we know these crazy ass white boys out here wilding. We know that. We've always known that. And guess who they're going to keep wilding against? Each other. So once that happened, everything's on the table. It's acceptable in America for anybody to die in these streets. When you letting kindergartens get shot with fucking ARs and not change one law. What the fuck? You know what an AR bullet do to a fucking little ass kid? To anybody, let alone a little ass kid? Everything's on the table right now in America. And anybody can get it. And guess what? When you feel like anybody can get it, anybody gets it. Including a 13-year-old boy with his hands up. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think you're confusing a lot of things. Uh, yes, anyone can get it in America. I agree with you on that portion. But predominantly the people getting it is us we're the ones getting it and if you can't compare 13 13 kindergartens is a tragedy and that should never have happened but we're dying in these streets every fucking day the bodies are piling up generations are getting wiped out by the police confused puerto rico yeah uh, we're not getting killed by the same people that might be Uh the only difference but we only hear about us because that's what they want to hear about is us. But God damn it, I watch fucking the, the Lifetime and Oxygen channel. These crackers are killing each other at a high rate also. We just don't hear about them because they love to show yeah, us being me. the villains and us against us. But these crackers are yeah. killing each other just like us. And it's just acceptable. The only difference yeah. is they don't go to jail like us. Mm-hmm. They don't do the time we do like us. That's the, really the big difference. Right? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm looking at something the other day. This white girl got killed in 1996. This guy's always been a fucking suspect. And now he goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Now they get him. Like, oh, you ain't know this cracker did this fucking 18 years ago? Mm-hmm. Him but and it's his acceptable. dad. Yeah, it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Only difference is they don't go to jail like us, but people are killing each other all over this country, and it's acceptable. It's like they won't change one gun law. That's There's yeah. No I, at this point, yeah. At this point, it's just gun. it's just what it but, is. But it's just what the country that's is. Why, but that is why you know they have you know Joe Biden and um Kamala hair. I don't know if it's a Kamala Kamala. I think it's Kamala. Camel toe. I, think... I, I don't get it. <laughs> Camel uh, toe, Mala, whatever. I, oh God. Uh, they say that you know they is gonna change. They're gonna they're they're trying to change the gun laws because it's really with the NRA and things like that. It has to be something going on, some type of system. How are people getting these guns on the street? The police, come on, somebody in this police is involved with the guns getting on these streets too. Something is going on. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's just how you get guns on the street. Let me break it down to you. So when you go to buy a gun at a gun shop, you got to you got to go through a processing, right? You know, like background check and all that stuff like that. You can circumvent that by going to a gun show. 
Now, when you go to the gun show, you pay a higher price, but you don't have to go the the gun sh at the gun show. You're buying it from a private dealer. You're not purchasing it from uh, a company, which is like you know a gun shop. Mm -hmm. So when you do that and you buy it through a private dealer, there's no trace of where the the gun is where the gu gun is going. So where I seen this on uh, a couple of years ago in the Tribune. Mm -hmm. They had this couple of great stories about how guns get on the streets in Chicago. So it was this kid, it was a college kid. He needed money for school uh, to keep paying for his tuition. So basically he would go to Indiana because you don't mm -hmm. need a gun card. Uh, he would go to a gun show. He would call those the street dudes he knew. What kind of gun you want? I want a nine. I want an AR. I want this shotgun, whatever. He'll buy it. Come back. Sell it to him, not, not, never even keep it one day. Mm -hmm. Straight up bring it to him. It costs 800 You got to pay me 1200 for it. Hey, man, by the way, they had three ARs out there. Hey, I want that. He goes right back, two-hour drive, get the ARs, come right back and sell it. Uh, so I guess the guy he was selling it to got caught with the guns like a couple of days later. They ran his phone. That's kid in college. Phone is pinging while he's coming from Indiana. And that's how he gets caught selling the guns mm -hmm. to the, that's how they, and right now, even like in, in Chicago, most of the guns come from Mississippi and Indiana. Mm -hmm. The next thing is going to be Iowa because now Iowa is not going to have background checks or anything because they just voted mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. So what do you think those guns are coming to? What do you yep. think those guns going to end up? Chicago, On New York. Chicago. Yeah. And they, they make it easy for black people to get this. Listen, for this a reason. This 13-year-old kid, I'm not sure what they were doing. I'm not sure what he was doing that night as far as uh, with the gun, as far as shooting the gun. I guarantee you, he ain't strong enough or old enough to know how to handle a gun. Mm -hmm. How, why and how is he even able to get a gun? Well, no, there's there's video of the 21-year-old shooting the gun. The 21-year-old. No, no. He had a gun. The 21-year-old. They, they both had guns, though. And, um, they so both had a gun. Yeah. yeah well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking the 21-year-old yeah, had, had the gun and gave it to the 13-year-old to hide. Because he, he the 21-year-old well, charged as an adult, and the 13-year-old, he figured, would just get juvie. Well, that's child endangerment, and that guy yep. should get a very long. At least he did get charged with child. Old man. He he got charged with child endangerment. He, listen, if you that if you that guy, you that twenty one year old guy, and this is what listen, street shit is street shit. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know the rules are the rules, and that's what it is. But man, at twenty one, and that guy ain't old enough. Twenty one ain't. I wouldn't call it. He's an adult technically. They might just be a dumbass motherfucker, twenty-one year old. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, cuff that, cuff that shorty. Man, I take this one, man. I take this one. That's it. I don't want you to get murdered out here. These these police ain't playing with us. First of all, if this you're twenty-one years old, what are you doing outside with a thirteen-year-old hanging that's with what a thirteen-year-old? That's that's already that's, that's suspect to me already. They should that's charge already you pedophilia. Weird. Yeah, dude, that's already like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh -huh. What is a, what is a, yeah, you know what, what is a, doing. 
a 21 year old want with a 13 year old outside yeah, of being really, a bad influence really that's 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 all that's it the is streets. that's, that's yeah. the streets that's street shit right that's street yeah. shit that's, that's, being a bad saying, influence that's... make them got somebody doing their dirty work mm-hmm. and telling that's them oh, tell them like man shorty you see this motherfucker you gotta kill him you gotta do this you gotta do that mm-hmm. that's street shit that's gang recruitment that's all that shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no I I agree I agree I it's want a... I want these freaking policemen broken. I want their pockets broken. I want them sued for them millions. They Man, should, this lady. Their, seriously, their their lawsuit should come out of their pension. Yep. And, and this and this uh, lady in Minnesota, because she resigned, she's eligible to go work at another police department. Yep. Yep. The guy that shot Tamir yeah, Rice they discussed that. was fired from a police department and went to the new police department and shot Tamir Rice. I want them broken. I don't want to ever see them on the force again. I want their pockets broken. I want their kids never to go to college. I want every penny that they got. Both or will or will ever earn. Yes. Or I want will them ever on earn. public aid. I want yes. their I want their link card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like, like at this at this like y'all really gotta make an example out of these cops at this point. Yeah. But you know, yeah, we're not gonna get that. Right. At this it's point, like fair. like come on now. Enough is enough. They enough. regular people. Yeah, enough is enough. Like y'all 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 cry about when people do all the looting and all the protesting that y'all get so aggravated about, like if y'all don't want that shit to happen, make an example out of somebody. And like, all this is happening while uh, uh, the Chauvin case is going on. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you would think a motherfucker would be careful enough, like man, I ain't about to do shit else. And and you and and I'm still like, why why do we need a case for that? <laughs> <laughs> what, why is like, it why do we so need long? a trial? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. like what, what, like, what is, what is there to discuss? What is there, you know, what I'm saying to, you know, make a decision on? Like, put the tape hey, on. Hey, hey, hey! One thing I learned from watching that case, there is somebody that would do anything for money. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a guy that testified for Chauvin yesterday that Floyd probably died from carbon monoxide poison from the car. Yeah, from the car. <laughs> Like from the car, yeah. like yeah, really, really? Did you see that? Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> and it's and to me, I'm just like Jesus. These fucking, um, I mean, they're they're doing their job, right? These attorneys, these the, the yeah. defense attorneys, and it's all about creating reasonable doubt. If yeah. you can create some kind of doubt that hey, he didn't die because the knee was on his neck for choking nine him minutes. for nine minutes. If you create a reasonable doubt that maybe he could have died of something else, then hey, the carbon monoxide poisoning <laughs> uh, from the like exhaust that shit of the is, car. That shit is nuts. Shit is that's nuts. fucking bananas. Like how y'all y'all pulling shit out of y'all ass? Yeah, but I mean that's just that's what attorneys do. That's what defense attorneys do. They take whatever it is and they create that one little sliver of doubt. I, I thought it was what they do. the law to pay somebody for that though, like a witness. I think that guy that said that got paid like eleven thousand dollars. Well, he's that an expert witness. Hell, though, like 
All you yeah, can do but is laugh. If you're an expert, at that. you should have like, some. Are y'all serious? Well, if you're an expert, you should have some facts. Like, like I'm sure asking them, like, hey, how much carbon monoxide was in this was in this system? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I didn't re- I didn't see the report. Like, well, how are you saying this shit? Like, where y'all, like, where do y'all get this shit from? Like, y'all pulling this shit out y'all ass? Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, they trying to make it seem so, they trying to give any other excuse other than him to make him innocent. Exactly. Anything to say besides saying the, dude, the dude's a murderer. That's, that's yeah. all. Like, y'all don't want to say that, though. And then, on, on jumping back on uh, Mayor, what'd you call her, Stumpfoot? Um, stud, Stumpfoot. That- Studfoot, that bitch got <laughs> crocodile tears. She came out today on the press conference and was acting like all emotional. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, damn well she saw that shit. She yeah, saw that shit she, when it happened. She, she said she, she saw that shit seventeen. She yeah. said she saw it seventeen days ago. That's when this shit happened. You seventeen she, days ago. You know Don't what give else, me that you, bullshit. You know what she did when she got done watching the video? Mm-hmm. She went to go eat some pussy. So she ain't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't get no fucks. She went to go eat some pussy. Like that's hey. that's somebody somebody dead. Hey. Back to the eating pussy. Hey. Like they ain't they ain't care. Hey, hey, Lightfoot and her and her wife, Studfoot, the oddest couple. Are the oddest couple. Her wife is like a six foot white lady. It's like what is this weird <laughs> ass mix up going on here? Stud foot. Well, uh, how how you so emotional today and yesterday when they asked you about it, you didn't. I Academy video, Award. But I don't want to comment about. Yeah. It. Like damn, you would think you would cry yesterday too. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because everybody else seen the video today, you you got today emotion. She said, you had nothing yesterday. Damn, nothing that is a big ass chick. Yeah, yeah, they they an odd couple. <laughs> yeah, that is it. a big ass chick. She is tall as fuck. Yes, that's 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 a. It's like Bert and Ernie. Yo, Coco, yeah. you on? Yeah. Coco, you on mute? Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I Bert took my off. They look like Bert and Ernie. Look at that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, she she definitely worked up and some fake tears. Yeah. yeah, they both. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. two studs. That's crazy. Two studs yeah. and big tits. So who getting the strap? Hey. Who getting the strap? Lori's the dude. Yeah, uh-huh, for sure. Who good in the strap? That's what niggas want to know. Who got, sure. the, who got the strap? You, you know, you got the, you Lori, got the crocodile that's, that's Lori all day. Lori's the, the dude. Let the streets know what it is. Let, let the streets know so? what it is. Oh, no. Yeah, oh yeah, I know Lori is. She, she so she licking and strapping. She licking and strapping. <laughs> she licking and strapping. Cat got oh, her tongue. No. <laughs> Cat got her tongue. <laughs> so I love about this show. It can take a quick turn real fast. Fuck it. Might as well get some shit off real quick. We've been talking yeah. serious for the whole hour, so it might as yeah. well get some shit off. Rawr! They got the look. <laughs> they got a little cat yeah, fight. Lori, Lori is showing who who everybody thought who she wasn't, but I guess she is because yeah. she always, you know what? She she sticks up for that police and she don't hold nobody accountable. She she sticks behind them. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this right Obviously, now. Obviously, she gave them all the uh, 
money to 200 what how much money 100 million over 100 million of covid relief funds yeah mm -hmm. yeah so i mean she knows what she's doing hey there isn't anybody that's gonna run for mayor or governor or president that's not gonna be pro police. I'm telling yep. you right now. That's just what it's gonna be. Now I didn't think she was gonna give these cats 298 million dollars, but you're not gonna go because I'm, if it wasn't for the police, there wouldn't be white power. That's where the white power come from. They'll put your ass in jail. They got the power to put you in jail. If it wasn't for the police, there would be no white power. They protect that power at all ends. Even to the point where a 13-year-old can get shot on the street and 500 people can run in the Capitol and only one person gets shot. That's just nuts. They can run and threaten to kidnap congressmen. Yep. And Lynch, the vice president, and only one shot—not not shots from you know one policeman shooting five times. One shot went off from the fucking authorities. One. Naquan yeah. McDonald got sixteen. Yeah, that's. If it wasn't for the police, there would wouldn't be white power because uh, people would be fed up with this. Well, uh, the what there's a quote. Some I forgot who said it, but police are only needed in society when there's becomes a difference between those that have and the have-nots. So it's it's really just to protect, like like Esquire said, the people in power, which is white power. Um, that's why police are necessary. It's just to protect their property, to protect the one percent. That is what to keep society running efficiently with the fear of you'll be placed in jail or you'll be killed uh, if you don't follow these rules. But the people, the one percent, the people in power do not have to follow those rules. Yes, that, that, what keeps the people in power, the police and uh, the Bible. Because the Bible say, hey, there's no <laughs> way, <laughs> people, there's no way that poor people, poor people are robbing other poor people. And it's people that stand in freaking $8 million houses down the street from them. Mm -hmm. And you're robbing somebody that stays next door to you in the projects. They ain't got shit. You ain't got shit. And the motherfucker sitting around, driving around in $500,000 cars is just living great. Never get carjacked, never get robbed. You go rob carjack a dude in the bucket. Yeah. And a motherfucker no. driving past you in a fucking $150,000 car. You know why? Because the police will put you in jail or you might go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> or you might go to hell. That's what's stopping people. That's what, that's what keeps these people in power. Mm -hmm. The police and the fear of going to hell. So, so, so worry about you can't eat. You ain't eating your kids starving. Well, just give me enough money with this link card and I'll be happy. No, no. So, so no. hey, hey, if you a motherfucker that's robbing a motherfucker with a link card and Lil Wayne come to your town and with fucking diamonds in his teeth and you ain't eating at all, you a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you got diamonds in his teeth and you ain't eating at all. Man, get the fuck out of here. I, I want to make sure I ask y'all too as well. 
what are y'all thoughts on uh, Sergeant Jonathan Pit, uh, Pitlin, a.k.a. Sergeant Dickhead? That's a dude who's, he's caught, he's definitely has caught his wife fucking a fake, black dude before. Fake-ass neighborhood <laughs> watch nigga. Uh, yep. If y'all, if y'all know about that situation, he he was a fake-ass tough guy, Sergeant Dickhead. Uh, giving a black a black kid a hard time in his uh, in the neighborhood, which the black kid said told him he lived in the neighborhood, and he told him you know get get out of here and act like he was gonna put put his hands on him. And the next day, he wants that the whole thing went and viral. You know, that was the man's wife recording the video, and they no, it wasn't thinking that they were. In the- it wasn't no, the wife. It wasn't the it wife. Was a, it, was it was a, the- it was a girl a girl that went there to help him. And she started filming it. It wasn't the oh, wife. Yeah. She was just oh, okay, off camera. Okay. Yeah, she the was wife just was just ad libbing. Yeah, she was yeah. ad libbing, talking. She was ad libbing him though, and, and and agreeing. Yeah, why don't we? Why don't we follow you and and find and 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 follow you to your house then if you live here? Yeah. Well, and then and then when he asked, well, you know, he asked them how long Dave lived there. She got offended. Yeah. And why you can't? Why are you asking me? Don't worry about how long we've lived there. Dave lived there like four months. That oh, kid. Uh-huh. That kid's lived in that area over there, like pretty much his whole life and stuff. And you know what? With that situation as fucked up as it is, that kid handled himself well. He did. He handled himself intelligently. He he was like, you know, he was calm. He didn't lose his cool. He I applaud him. I applaud him. Because now that dude... Um, you know he's he just got promoted to become a drill sergeant, um, and in his, the base that he just got promoted at that he's at, the guy the general that runs that base is a black man. Um, so the speculation is that dude is like I from what I read I've been reading online is military justice is a lot swifter and a lot harsher than. You know, civilian justice. Mm-hmm. So that dude's in for a big, a rude awakening. Yeah. And hey, th- hey, one more, one more thing. Uh, I think the same thing is going on with this, this dickhead. That like people now, because people are showing up to his house, like the police are sitting outside his house. Mm-hmm. And also, the lady in Minnesota, that cop, the police are sitting and protecting her house. And mm-hmm. it's like, wait, why taxpayers gotta pay to protect the? Somebody who's been accused of a crime house. Right. And, and I'm not sure if this asshat is getting accused of any crime. I think it's a hate crime, even if you... Yeah. yeah. So why... The police shouldn't be out there protecting his house. Well, he just got arrested today and got charged. At first, the police didn't want to charge him with assault um, because I guess the when the, the police... When the police arrived on the scene, they tried to charge... They charged him with some misdemeanor um, type of assault because he knocked the kid's phone off his hand down. But and everyone's like, "Why aren't you charging him with assault?" And the officer said, "Because his supervisor told him that he couldn't charge him with assault." So a, the police at first were trying to, yeah, the police were trying to protect him. We're trying to protect him at of first, course. Um, of course. But because everything went viral, um, and Twitter, the Twitter mob did what the Twitter mob does best. They found out and they they've gone after this dude. Um, I think they're about to, you know, from what it sounds like, he's about to lose his work. He's about, if he loses and gets dishonorably discharged, he loses his pension from the military. Um, so this dude's going to have to move to Idaho and join some right-wing militia because that's the only people that are going to hire his ass. 
that was like that was my first thought when I thought when I seen that video is like, who the hell made y'all the neighborhood watch? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Like, I the <laughs> funny thing about white people is they think like they you know what I'm saying? They, yeah, they yeah they don't they they don't see your face so they don't they they claim they know who lives in like y'all got a scale to know who lives in what 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 house and whatnot like mm-hmm. y'all don't know shit. Exactly. Y'all just living, y'all just living over there. Like y'all, y'all don't know shit. I thought somebody said that, um, like some of those neighbors asked him to come at this kid because they thought he was being aggressive towards some of the neighbors or the people in that neighborhood. Of course, of course, they're gonna try to say that to cover it. They always trying to make it seem like the black person is the aggressor all the time. Every time it's a, it's a problem, it's always the black. Oh well, they were doing this and they were doing that. Like come but on it, now, that's unconfirmed though. What you said, Esquire, because what it is, what the the story is that they're they're trying to they were trying to push is. Uh, that he, I guess they said that got aggressive with one this one girl in the neighborhood or whatnot. But what it turned out is he's friends with the girl. They they go to school together or something. They do something together, and um, they, or they work together or something like that. And they're friends. And he was just walking around the neighborhood like he always does because he lives in that area. Mm-hmm. So apparently they someone was saying that the that some lady went and rang and. Uh, Sergeant Dickhead's doorbell and and asking for help, but she didn't. And according to the story, she ran all the way directly to Sergeant Dickhead's house to ask for help. She didn't stop at any other neighbor's okay. house. There who were like made ten. The story up? The same it was out. Who made the story up about Emmett Till? Come on now, these white yeah. people are always making up lies. Yeah. Esquire brought the story up, and I'm just, I'm just <laughs> defining it, man. I'm just defining it, and I don't think it's true. I think he was just walking around, and this dude, he, he, I guess he, he had his business like he do, and white yeah. people who don't never mind their business invaded his the space. Next person business yep. who can't stick their nose out of people's business. He didn't even have no shoes on in the first place, so you came out your house without no shoes on, so you must have binoculars on sitting in your window. Right. Waiting for yep. the black boy to walk any goddamn way. Mm. Your ass is grass, period. You need to get your charges. You know you wrong. And now that everybody that came to your house, you can't even come outside. You wouldn't even do that if it was a, a real black man walking. You felt like you seen a little puny dude who you can you thought you could boss around and oh go back to where you came from. Like I wouldn't even listen to him either. Exactly. I would be sitting there too, arguing with him because who the fuck do you think you're talking to? You got me fucked up, bald head ass might be in look like a goddamn firm well. You got me fucked up. Yes, this, hey, this, this, hey this. I like that this dude says Sergeant Dickhead Doorbell. <laughs> say, that, say, say that say that five times fast. Yeah. <laughs> say that five times fast. Exactly. You can't even say that. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's that's all he was. He a, a, a goofy, a dork ass dude. A, like, go, yeah. a goofball who thought he was tough, trying to pick on somebody who was a, a little bit smaller than him. But let that little would have been another black man. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't have had the strength to do do that to another one person. You wouldn't even had thought about it. You would have sat your ass right in that damn house. Mm-hmm. Yep. With your bird watching ass. <laughs> Sit down. They do too much. They don't know how to just man their business. Always in your business. They want to know your life. Everything doesn't happen to you. Please go sit down. 
Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So did you? I know we've been spending a, a, a good chunk of the first half of the show talking about all the sad stuff. Let's y'all. Y'all got anything else y'all want to touch on before we move on? No, I'm good. Good. No. Let's 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 jump into our more more fun topic of the day. Now, I was I was telling you I wanted to. We might as well at this point because Coco got a lot of theory, so. I think we might as well just run with the Coco theories for this for this show. She have her own segment for her theories, and it started. She has she has plenty of theories, but I go with the one theory she she kicked off over the weekend. Kid Cudi performed on Saturday night Saturday Night Live on Saturday night. Yeah, uh, he but he, you know why he performed? He had a dress on, and I guess he felt he was paying homage to Kurt Cobain. Wearing the dress, paying um, homage, paying homage, paying homage, and it made, it made Coco feel some kind of way. She, you know, she went in and in the group chat, you know, you got you got uh Jules in the in the group chat trying to defend him for wearing the dress and telling Coco that you know it's not the first time a man has worn worn a dress in the entertainment industry and so and so and so and so. So Coco, you want to dive in a little bit deeper about this theory about you know why you feel a certain way about Kid Cudi wearing this dress on Saturday Night Live and go from there. First of all, we're gonna call him Stink Cudi because his music stinks. <laughs> Second, <laughs> who if you listen like Kid Cudi, I'm sorry, he does not have the greatest of music. My opinion personally, I think he sucks when it comes down to music. I don't even know why he owned. I think he had that. I'm on my pursuit of happiness. Like, I feel like I've heard plenty of people also say that he could possibly be gay. And I think that that also could be a thing. Now, yes, I had some family members like Jules. He agreed that, oh, this was a homage to Kurt Cobain because Kurt Cobain did it. But again, that's their culture leave their culture that our culture is not wearing dresses you ain't never seen a black man in a dress now do they call them dresses no they they those are different you know uh religious uh garments that uh that you've seen maybe a black a black man wear if he was african or something like that but I feel like you that's not a black person culture in the entertainment industry if you only see the white man do that. Now, yes, we've seen um, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, those people wear dresses, but I feel like they do that because they're actors, and acting is different than being a musician. As a musician, you have a different platform than an actor. So you wearing a dress and being a black man, I feel like that's just something you shouldn't do like at all like you're i call it emasculating the black man because i feel like it's already so many black men right now wearing heels makeup and, and that's your prerogative that's what you want to do cool but i also feel like if you want to be like if i ever i have three sons if i wanted if one of my sons told me that they were gay or something i probably i wouldn't be upset but i wouldn't want my son wearing Heels and a wig. Like you're not a you're not a woman. You're a man at the end of the day. So and I'm not saying Kid Cudi had heels and a wig, but next is that what we gonna see you in because you on stage in a dress. 
you look the damn fool in the goddamn way. So what you doing? I mean, and I think he gay anyway. So he, I think he should just come out and say he gay. And I'm not saying that he gay just because he wore a dress, but he gay. <laughs> Esquire, what's your take on this? Uh, I did see him in a dress. Um, I don't think Kid Cudi is that entertaining either, quite frankly. And also, I don't think that he was more entertaining because he wore a dress. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, how about just make better music? You know, how about just do that? Exactly. How about just sing your music and stop being gimmicky with the bullshit? Just make good music. Yeah. Make that your gimmick. Yeah, that's, good that's music. Yeah, good music should be every musician's gimmick. Uh huh. I like some of his songs from his first album, um, and that's about it. That's about it. Uh, every other album he every album he's dropped after that has been that's absolutely insane. horrible. It's it's been horrible. Um, uh, I think it was a horrible looking dress he, he picked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't give a shit in what they people wear. They're, he's just he's just trying to be, I guess, rock and roll and chant and challenge gender norms. But if he's gay, he's gay. All right, just come out with it. To me, it's not a big deal that people are gay or how people dress and what they want to wear. Yeah. And it's just like you know what? That's so eighties. That's so like. I, I can tell you what's a big century. deal to me. I can tell you what's a big deal to me that. Um, I always called it the the Columbia College, where, oh, where this nigga where, always like, coming at Columbia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the weirdos from Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it the Columbia like, College. And who, and, and who did you wrong at Columbia, bro? Yeah, <laughs> right. Let me tell you what did me wrong. Like, these dudes are just weirdos, and they're different. Like, you're not different. Kid Cutting, you're not different. You're doing something that another, not even rapper. <laughs> Another artist did, and you think that makes you hip and cool and different? No, it just makes you a weirdo. Yeah, makes you a Colombian college ass nigga. You ain't different. This nigga hates Columbia. Somebody did something. I know. I'm not like the rest of you niggas. I went to Columbia. I'm different. You just a weirdo. A Columbia, a Columbia dork probably hurt his feelings. He has a thing against. People that went to Columbia College and shop at H and M. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, these H and M weirdos. Yeah, somebody, weirdos. somebody at Columbia First did something all, to him. H and M is as basic as basic can get. If you uh-huh. still wear H and M, then oh god, that's on you. <laughs> Grow up. But I see why he's in Columbia I, College. Because yeah. if you still wear H and M, then yeah, you Columbia College. I went to. I wear H and M because all you other guys just wear Yeezys and I'm different. Yeah. Same <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah. Everybody wear Yeezys though. No, no. I wear H and M and I'm different. I went yeah. to Columbia. I, I don't know. I, I just think Kid Cudi, it, he wanted somebody to talk about him. Like, how we doing now? That's fine. He wanted to to be talked about, but at the end of the day, Kid Cudi, you can't be talked about because your music. So bad. When you start making better music, <laughs> you will be talked about. Right now, you wearing dresses and stuff is not going to get you talked about. Nobody still cares about your music. It still stinks at the end of the day. <laughs> Whatever you want to call yourself, 
I mean, look, like I like I said, if he want to pay homage to Kurt Cobain, that's on him. I don't believe that that's the case. He just really wants to see how it felt to be putting a dress on in front of me, in front of the TV. We already know you want to see how good you look. It's okay. You, you look the damn fool, okay? That's all I can say. You, uh, you look like Shanae. Hell, you, you might as well put on some makeup. Look the damn mess. All I can say is, uh-uh. Kid Cuddy, bye. Your music sucks and you still won't be relevant today. Well, it appears after this episode. Hey, hey Styles, Andrew, what's your you, thoughts, Styles? You ain't gonna catch me wearing no damn dress. I tell you that much. I ain't gotta pay. <laughs> I'm not one that. straight man is gonna wear a dress. If you are actually a straight male and you're confident in your sexuality, you're not wearing a dress. If you wearing a dress, guess what? You might play for the other team. I'm sorry, you can't tell me no different. And that's ain't cool no too. Man wearing that's no dress. Co- yeah, that's cool too. You want to play for other team? And that's, that's and that's fine. Yeah, that's cool but too. But straight men ain't wearing no dress. You ain't gonna catch me wearing no dress to pay homage to a nigga. Like I ain't. I, exactly. <laughs> as I can think of twenty other ways to pay homage to a nigga <laughs> instead of me wearing to put a dress on. Yeah, especially Kurt Cobain. You know, you could have just wore that. Uh, nigga, you could have you could have did a hard drug on TV to pay homage to the nigga. Right. <laughs> Go do some right. heroin or shoot yourself in the face. Sweater. He could have shot himself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what Kurt Cobain did? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have wore that little red sweater Kurt Cobain was wearing on the uncut. But hey, I guess I guess man, to each his own. Uh, I just think he just. Try to get some pub without making good music. Yeah. I agree with you, Coco. That's yeah. all it is. That's all it is. That's, mm-hmm. that's all it is. It's, hey, these niggas go above and beyond for the for the attention. You know, the, like Lil Nas mm-hmm. with that yeah. with that mess that he got, yep. he did that for attention too. Like he his excuse, I felt like was a shitty excuse to why he even made that type of video. Um, I know this a little bit off topic, but. Lil Nas X made that little satanic video and had people going, had the internet going crazy because he made Satan shoes and he put the Nike sign on it, but Nike never even produced the shoe in the first damn place. It was Misfit who produced the shoe with with Lil Nas X, so Nike stopped that from happening, and now they are going to stop the song from even being on playing anywhere at all which i think that's good too because i feel like sometimes the music industry allows people to go overboard and 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 the music industry i don't care what anybody say regardless of what what you believe has a lot of blasphemy in it where they do a lot of religious stuff and he did like that little weird ass video where he was coming from heaven and down the hill on a stripper pole Dressed as the de- like dancing, giving the the devil a lap dance with a wet red wig on. Look at the damn fool, his damn yeah. self. He looks the fool with the red wig. I'm like, look. But I mean, hey, I think, look, I don't agree with the video. I don't like the video or no. I haven't even really watched it. I just seen like things on like things I've read about it with the sh- mm-hmm. along with the shoes. Mm-hmm. But that's what artists are supposed to do. They're supposed to challenge what's normal. It's like the Madonna playbook. Madonna used to do that shit all the damn time. He- heavy metal used to do that shit all the time. And as far as being blasphemous, I think I think artists need to be blasphemous. You it, you have to it, to be an artist. You have to be blasphemous to be a true artist. Well, I think I think Lil Nas X. And and uh, uh, Kid Cudi, like this is a perfect example. 
I think that's really who Lil Nas X is. It is. Yeah. I think he is. He is, but he said exactly who he is. Kid Cudi is just trying to be a a, a, a Columbia College ass nigga. I want to be different. <laughs> I want to show people I'm different. Like, that's the difference. Like that's the difference. Like I, I think that's a new Lil Nas X. And, and quite frankly, I like the Lil Nas X. And listen, I got tired of that fucking Conway <laughs> song. This is who I really. And guess what? I'm about to show everybody who I am. Be well, new. ever since Lil Nas X came out and said he was gay, that was like during the cowboy phase, getting big during it. I think that's when he changed. Whatever, cool. Now I'm not. Now I'm not talking about him in that way as far as his sexuality, because Lil Nas X know who he is as far as his sexuality. He said it. Now, Mister, uh, what's whatever his name, Stinky, he on the other end. He not comfortable with who he is yet. He know he gay. He just need to say it. At least Lil Nas X know he is. He says it. Yeah, Lil, Lil Nas Lil Nas X backed it up on the devil's dick. That shit was good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I, seen, I seen the video. Hey, I seen the video one time. And I'm telling my thought was of the video like, hey, this guy is about to be. The new Lady Gaga. Y'all can say what y'all want to say about that man. He about to have gay fans for the next oh, four yeah. years. He, he do what you want. Do what you want with my life. body. Yep, he about to make money. <laughs> He's about to go platinum. He's about to go platinum. Yep. Yeah. Do as what you want with my body. His music, ain't no banning his music. Streamed everywhere. Yeah. He about to make money until he's 60 years old. He about to be fucking Liberace on you. <laughs> Yeah, he about to get his money for sure, for sure. He getting his money. He getting his money. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, Stinky Cobain, whatever his name, I don't know what his name is. Who's that? He ain't. He ain't making no money for real. Now, now before we get into our final thoughts, let's 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 touch let's touch on um, DMX from last week. He he passed. He passed away uh, two weeks ago. He overdosed. Well, not two weeks ago. Like a week ago, he overdosed. On some drugs, he ended up falling into a coma. He wasn't response responsive to any of the treatments in in the hospital, and so he they ended up pulling the plug. Now I know y'all, I know y'all was in what high school uh, with DMX was coming out or what? Y'all was you know y'all was working corporate at the time. Uh, no, I was in high school. I was in high school. Okay, I was All about right. twenty two, maybe twenty three, I guess. I, I know I'm gonna give it to the I'm gonna give it to the old heads first. What 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 are y'all thoughts on DMS and this impact in the in the in the rap industry, hip hop industry, whatever you want to call it? Uh, I I'll, I'll go first. I wasn't a big DMX fan. Um, like his hits were, were were bangers, but listening to a whole DMX album, it never came across because he would have those bangers and then he'll start, you know, praying at the end of an album or. Or that that type of stuff it felt weird that you just scream suck my dick forty times and then you say a prayer at the end. That always felt like weird to me on the album. Like like what? Like okay, whatever. Like that don't make it. To me, to me, that's not a classic album. But but, but with it was that going said, through some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that said, about man, maybe about three or four years ago, you know, my first. Whenever I first got like Apple Music on my phone, and you get these random songs playing, there's a song with DMX, Jay Z, and Busta Rhymes, and that made me a, a 
like start digging back into his music again. Mm -hmm. That song yeah. is super dope. Because uh, he, he, he has some, he's a good storyteller. He yeah. has some, sto he has some songs. Like there's one song where he's, I, I forget the name of it, where he's literally on the run from the police. And at the end of the song, he's like, y'all motherfuckers looking for me? And he went into the police station and he had a, like a bomb vest on and blows up. And I that's the end of the song. Uh, 24 Hours to Live, right? That's what the yeah, Something like that. No, no, yeah. it's just with him. It's just him. It's on his first album. Oh, okay. And, uh, dude, and so he and he paints a whole picture of him, like, running and hiding and, and everything that he's doing. Um, yeah, I like DMX. Uh, I liked him because he was authentic. He was always himself. No matter where he was interviewed, no matter, even when he was in movies, he never played a character. He was playing DMX, man. He was always just being himself. Um, and there's lots of stories of like him just like out in public and just you know being cool with his fans. Um, he was notorious for being like always like doing things with his fans, like you know like inviting them to his shows or just showing up at people's weddings. He was just that dude. He was that crazy dude like that. So. Um, rest in peace, DMX. You know, uh, I know you. He hasn't had no no hits in a long time, but you know he did have an influence when he was out. So, you know, uh, rest his, in peace, uh, man. And I'm sorry. Feel sorry for his family, man. His his reign, his reign. Uh, basically, he was hot. Mm -hmm. He was he was only being outdone by Britney Spears. Yeah, like, that's the person. He wasn't going against other rappers. He was going against no. Britney Spears. Yep. Dropping. He drop an album, Britney Spears come and top him. He drop another album, two albums yep. in one year, just to top Britney Spears. Like that's who he was going against. Like that's who, and, and it's not about the album sales. It's, it's to me, it's about that influence. He had like seven number one. Yeah, yeah, it's his influence on the culture. Yeah, and I can tell you one one the first time I ever like seen DMX was like his video, and he's on stage. I'm not even sure what song, but I know he's going wow on stage and. Mm -hmm. Um, Russell Simmons and Kamora Lee are in the front seat. And I'm watching this video, I'm thinking like, that's the label. Mm -hmm. Like you're going wild like this for the label. That's your boss. Let yeah. me just show you that I'm DMX and I'm about to get in. And you know, Kamora Lee sitting there like, she damn near scared of this nigga. But mm -hmm. uh, 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 Russell's like, okay, let's go. Like, damn, this is going off. I seen him perform live with Jay-Z, Red Man and Method Man, they came on tour at the Allstate Arena one time. Mm -hmm. And that dude did a hell of a show. And it was just energetic. Uh, he had the crowd all into it. It was a great hip-hop show. Um, so I salute the guy, man. And, uh, you know, it just it's it's sad that he had to go. He was only, what, in his 50s, 50. right? He was like 54? Only 50. He was 50. 50. Yeah, only 50. Yeah. Young as so, hell. He was only 50. Yeah, but, you know, he did have, at one time, had some drug issues and everything like that. Um, and I think that all just caught up with him, you know? When well, you do I them hard drugs. Stories. I heard a few, a few stories. I, I don't know how, how true they are. But they were saying that it wasn't an actual drug overdose, but that it was something with the COVID vaccine because he had got the COVID vaccine. Oh, not yeah. Too long before Is that true? No, that's not, no, that's not yeah, true. Yeah, I'm about to say, that's yeah, I, I didn't, hey, I just, hey, I just I, saw something floating around. Like, I don't think that's true, but you know, okay, a lot yeah, of these I conspiracy say, theories be online to make people, you know, tingle. Yeah, to make people question. But yeah. yeah, listen, listen. I learned this from my deep only, thinkers. Only, yeah. only famous black people <laughs> die from COVID. 
Yeah. <laughs> Max, Marvin Hagler, Hank Aaron. Like if you famous and you black, you die from COVID. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, Hank Aaron, that's what they said. He died from COVID. That's what they said. I saw that. That wasn't on no made up monkey shit dot com. That was actually legit. (laughs) That was actually legit. Hey, hey, when you you 85, anything might get you. Exactly. (laughs) That's true. Anything can get you when you're 85. I think already, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he already seen a you know a good chunk of his life already. So yeah. Yeah, Yeah, when you're 85 and you die, that's one thing. But when you're 50, yeah. I mean, that's you still got life to live, man. Yeah, yeah. You still got some years on the to get on take under your belt. So I do, I do like like uh, Puerto Rico was saying, you know, I do like some of Esquire and Puerto Rico, I should say. I do like some of DMX's, you know, music, something, you know, a lot, a lot, like a lot of his old stuff. That was uh, the mm-hmm. stuff I, you know, came up on. Actually, my first time hearing DMX was at Esquire crib. That was my when I was a kid, you know, was mm-hmm. the stop, stop, drop and roll video. That was my first mm-hmm. time, you know, li- listen to that. So, yeah, you know, God bless him. You know, hope he's in a better, better place. You know, hope he's at peace now. So that's that's a good thing. You know, I appreciate what he what he's done as far as with his music. And hey, man, everybody's not perfect, you know, but, you know, I give him credit for, you know, acknowledging, you know, he's not the best person. But, you know, he was still still preaching about the right things, speaking about the right things, whatever you want to say. So, well, you you know, you got to give him credit. He 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 wasn't the best person in the world. And he'd be the first person to tell you that. But he always was like, well, if you're really a Christian, you know, he, he tries, right? Yeah, he tries. He tries. And you, he you can't knock him for that. I, I'd rather stand, I rather stand next to DMX than a lot of these pastors out here. That's what I'm saying. At least I know what I'm against. He was flawed, but he still had, you know, he was yeah. flawed, but he still Okay. Had his belief. Yeah. Okay. And, you, and you knew who you, what you were going to get, man. Yeah, exactly. Let me ask you this, Styles. Let me ask you this. Uh-oh. Would you rather stand next to DMX or that pastor who told you you was going to be a preacher <laughs> when you was like 12 years old? <laughs> who are you standing DMX, next to? DMX. I'd rather stand next to DMX. <laughs> DMX, DMX know, his, know the word. You know, you know the Bible scriptures. That's already good enough for me, so. At least I know who DMX is in the light and in the dark. I ain't, you know, so I ain't gonna hold. At least, at least DMX ain't taking money from little old ladies. Exactly. You know, DMX don't got full full services on on one Sunday. Asking for four different uh, (laughs) offerings. And I I never seen DMX wear like a yellow karate suit as while he's preaching. (laughs) 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 And I never seen. DMX drive a fucking 20 year old Bentley. <laughs> hey, we know one thing for sure on this on this podcast. Uh Esquire Preachers are hates, gonna get it. Hates, hates that pra- that pastor he's speaking on. He can't stand that pastor. Esquire, Esquire hates anybody that went to Columbia. <laughs> That's one hey thing hey for sure. Two hey things for time, certain. Man. I'm not sure if I've told the story on this show, man. But one time we go to church and uh and uh my mom is getting ordained as a, as a preacher from the uh, from this bogus ass pastor at a church. <laughs> so, so, so like like my mom got a crazy amount of grandkids, and even like my wife <laughs> came. So it's like man, thirty kids. So after he ordains my mom, yeah, uh, uh, all the kids are coming up to hug my mom. So uh, uh, Styles come up. And he hugs my mom 
the preacher grabs style like by his shoulder and does like this little double take like uh, uh. I start shaking his shoulders or some shit like uh. God just told me that you're gonna be a pastor. <laughs> He took you away from the path of the church, didn't he? Ever since that, hey, you went the other way. We got we gotta we gotta get the Esquire into some therapy so he can just get <laughs> let his shit just ring off about his his this this taste for these pastors and everything else. <laughs> Especially the hey, pastor he's speaking on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially the hey, pastor man, he's speaking a, on. He can't stand that nigga. The, it might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, shit. I guess I guess on that note we can get into our final thoughts. No, no but everybody don't jump at once. Hey, hey, my, my final thought, I'm going to go back into like the DMX thing. Um, and not just DMX, but shout out to hip hop as a whole. Um, I've come a long way as far as how I used to judge hip hop. Uh, oh, you haven't. Better. Well, I'm, I'm a lot better at this level. <laughs> on one, I'm a lot better on this level. I'm a lot better on this level. I am less likely, and part of this from, from me going to see... Uh, I got a, uh, 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 my nephew, um, uh, Jordan Caesar, he raps. So going to see him do a couple shows uh, a few years ago, and it's probably about five or six guys performing. And you know, maybe you know, three of them out of the six, 12 all together that I've seen perform the film a few shows, maybe three of them I liked. I'm like, okay, they got something. But I'm less likely to judge those guys on being like whack, just because I think, uh, I think I'm more looking at them like, hey, they're not making money doing this. They're just trying to follow their dream, and I I like that. Now, if you if they were signed and they were whack, I'd probably diss them. (laughs) But but because you know what, you got the the money to get the producers and all that type of stuff, then you should be better. But I'm more likely like shout out to those guys who just following their dreams, loving hip hop, and trying to get better at their craft. So uh, shout out to hip hop, and shout out to those guys who just trying to make it in the hip hop world. And I'm saying that just listen to somebody didn't like DMX one day, and, and cause he was just trying to follow his dream. But keep it up to those guys. Uh, that's my final thought. All okay, right. okay. Uh, I'll go okay. next. My final thought okay. is, Protect black men at all costs. That's my final thought. You want to? You, you want to? <laughs> you want to go dive deep into that? You just want to just leave it at that? <laughs> I want to leave it at that. We protecting black men at all costs. I got black sons, so it's black everything over here. <laughs> Okay, okay. Puerto Rico, what you got? <laughs> uh, mine to be short and sweet as well. Uh, I'm not a fan of this person, but they did something that was pretty dope last night. Carlos Rodon, Chicago White Sox, threw a no-hitter. Almost had a perfect game. Um, congratulations to him. I wasn't a fan of yours. I didn't want the Sox to re-sign you. But it seems like you're uh, you persevered through all your injuries, and it seems like the the two games you've thrown this year, you've uh, been throwing heat. 
Um, so congratulations to you, proving your haters wrong. I was one of your haters. Uh, continue proving me wrong. Point proven. Hey, something funny. First of all, you congratulating your socks. Yeah, yeah, I'm a socks fan, man. Hey, hey, something funny. Uh, I wanted to oh, come. Well, we, we don't care, man. We don't care. <laughs> uh, hey, I wanted well, the Cubs. I wanted the Cubs to sign him. Yeah, I thought I thought so, but you know these these niggas the is funny. The money thing is weird. Man. Yeah, it's funny. No, dude, he's been injured. Like he's gets get injured it. a whole lot and all that. It. And I get all, I get all that, but I just think like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I, I always ride with somebody that was drafted high. Injuries is one thing; can't mm-hmm. do anything about it. And you might throw away, you might, you might get hurt again. But with that mm-hmm. said, you can't take away what the injuries can take away some of that talent. But you also got to have heart. And, mm-hmm. that's and he's got heart, man. Yeah. He's got heart. He's pulling through. At least he's done it. The first two games he's thrown. So, congrats to him. I tip my cap to him. All right, so let me get my, my final thought real quick then. My final thought is, man, look out for these kids in these streets, man. Trey, you a parent, you got a kid, please look out for these kids. These kids get into anything and everything, making bad decisions. They're not thinking before they do things, and then that's just costing them their life. Like They, they being judged for things they done when they 16, 15, 17 years old and they got they got shit they gotta you know had have, have on their back when they turn 30 years old parents you you if you if you you got your kid living with you look out for your kid i'm tired of seeing these young minority kids make one wrong decision they life all fucked up and they judge for it for the rest of their life off of some 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 goofy shit they did when they 17 16 years old so protect your kids man that's, yo, that's all i got yo everybody's mad <laughs> Everybody is one mistake from being dead or homeless. Yep. Yep. Fuck up. It could be your last. So yeah, be safe out here. Straight hey, up. Love, man, love somebody. How about that world? Yeah. Love I like somebody. That. Love something. Are you gonna say some sneaky shit after that now? Some sneaky hate shit? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck do. Columbia College. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all love though. It's all love though. <laughs> <laughs> don't love. Hey, don't don't love yellow. Uh, 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 Bruce Lee outfits of you and preachers. <laughs> Ooh, I'm glad you saved that. For a second there, I thought you were going anti-Asian. I was like, oh, here we go. No, 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 no. No, this, this past a minute. Asian like, hate. <laughs> young, shout out to Young Jeezy. <laughs> All right, oh. but. But I guess on that note, that's that's another episode. Y'all, All y'all, right. y'all just got done listening to episode seven of the Illogic Podcast, season five. Uh, like I always say, make sure you follow us on Twitter at uh, the Illogic Net. You got me, I got Styles on Twitter. Uh, you got Coco, Coco on three, Puerto Rico, PR Illogic, Esquire, uh, Esquire Ill. Make sure y'all keep follow us. You know, show support, keep listening. You know, we appreciate everybody checking us out. Uh, I mean, we've been going five years strong on this thing, and you know we got we got more years to go. Uh, you know, we, like I always say, make sure you know check out me, me and Shakespeare dropping dimes podcast. You got uh, Esquire Puerto Rico, Shottown Night, um, with the Point Proven podcast as well. So yeah, you know, keep keep listening, keep supporting, keep sharing all that good stuff, and uh, we'll see y'all soon. Peace.